If we're being real, it's time to get back into the Boston Celtics. I know we've talked about them a lot, but this time it's about potential moves that they're going to be doing in the future and what people have been saying they should do. With that being said, take it away. All right. So there are three main sides to this. It's a Mexican standoff on what you guys think out there should happen to the Celtics. We're going to get into each piece, what we think's right, what we think's wrong. Here's side one. So side one keeps coming out saying that Al Horford's the problem, that they need to feed Williams more, give him more minutes, give him more looks in the paint, and hire a coach who's going to stop relying on the three-point ball. Tell me your thoughts. First of all, that's not all on the coach. Players can, you know, decide to go into the paint. And second of all, you know a good way to get paint buckets? Having your big man not be in there and clogging the lane, which Williams would do, because he can't shoot. So Horford, sitting out on three-point line, nice little spreader, you can do some pick-and-roll action, you can do some whatever-you-want action, get inside the paint. That doesn't necessarily mean you need a big man just sitting there clogging the paint all the time. That gives your star players... Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, more opportunity to get inside the lane, get free throws, stuff like that. So I don't necessarily agree with that one. I mean, Williams is a good player, but Horford's also a really good player. He's good defensively. He can spread the floor. Like, there's nothing wrong with Horford. Now, I get it because he's a little bit old, and by a little bit, I mean he's he's getting up there in age for NBA. But the main thing that stands out the most to me on this is that, again, they're deflecting the blame off of Tatum and Brown and now putting it on the coach that's the coach's fault that they shoot so many threes. It's not. These guys love shooting threes. They're going to rely on threes. They don't drive in. They don't spread the floor. They don't do the things that they need to do, and it's not just on the coach. It's on the players. I think if ultimately you go along with that, you end up getting rid of Horford, you get a new coach, you're going to have the exact same problems, just airing themselves in a different light next season, and you're going to have the same outcome and no ring in the end. I mean, exactly. Quite literally, talked about this earlier in the year, we said Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the issue, and who are they going to start blaming? They're going to blame anyone but themselves, even though they should be blaming themselves. Look. It's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's fault. They were doing a lot worse without Horford. They brought back Horford because he worked well with the team. Now the thing is to get rid of Horford, people just come up with anything but to blame the quote-unquote stars because they're like, oh, they're the stars. They can't be the issue. No, they're the issue. Watch the stinking games. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the issue. All right, and on that note, let's go on to side number two. So another side is talking about that Brown and Tatum are absolutely amazing Two amazing, great, two-way players play great offense, play great defense, spread the floor amazing, and they just need to go get somebody who can be clutch at the end, which is why the Celtics need to pick up Dame. Now, they'll say that Tatum and Brown can handle the game. They can then rely on Dame in the last minute of the game, put the pressure on him. They're going to give him the ball and let that team be successful. What's your take on that one? Didn't think it could get worse than the first one, did you? So when it doesn't work out again, they have another point guard to scapegoat? No! Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the issue! Don't bring in another point guard to then say, no, he was the issue and ruin that guy's reputation. Get out of here! Come on. Stupid. Get on to the last one. This one has to be at least slightly better than the other two. Come on. Hold on, hold on. I want to talk about this one for a second. I mean, like you said, stop bringing point guards and blaming point guards. They did that with Kyrie. They did that with Kemba Walker. 
And if Dame comes in, they're going to do it with him too. And the thing I want to highlight the most about this is if by chance they could get Dame and somehow keep Brown and Tatum on the team too, they would have no bench. Not only is that terrible, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have issues together and they're not going to rely on Dame in the last minute of the quarter and feed him the ball nonstop and let him run the show. They each are having issues because they both want to run the show. So bringing in a third ego into that mix is not going to end well. Exactly. It's just stupid. Don't bring that into the equation. You're already having issues. The only way this might work is if you get rid of one of them and then you say, hey, Dame, this is pretty much your team for the most part. You run the show. You can't say, oh, Dame, just uh, sit on the sideline and uh, don't do anything until the last quarter and then we'll come to you. No, that's not how it works. You got to let the guy get going throughout the game. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. I mean, it was like, I read a basketball book the one time. It was like a dude who was shot like 90% from the free throw line or something like that. And he was on like a kid's team, right? And he never played all year. And then... And then <laughs> dude, I've read this book. <laughs> yeah, we probably read eighth grade. Anyway, um, so then they brought him in in like the last game and he missed the free throw. Then the other team picked up the ball, ran down the court and hit a three. And it was like, yeah, well, I missed because I didn't play all his stinking year you didn't bring me in once all year then you bring me in the championship game like yeah i might miss it you know like that's what they're gonna do with Dame. no stupid absolutely stupid all right here's the last take the last side of things which i think you're gonna agree with a little bit more they say that you need to split up brown and tatum what are you talking about brown and Tatum, best duo in the league can't get better the people who are finally talking about this and it, there are few and far between talking about this one, but I'm finally starting to hear people talk about this, that Brown and Tatum cannot work together. They both have a massive ego and are both working against each other to try to run the team and be the number one guy, while both of them cannot be number one guys. The Celtics have to make a decision moving forward if they want to continue just to make the postseason or if they want to try to be dominant and win a championship. If they want to be dominant and win a championship, they need to split up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and pick who they want to roll with and get a different superstar in there. Well, see, this comes back to the issue I talked about earlier. It's not 2K world. So moving on from one doesn't guarantee you you getting a superstar back. In fact, you're very unlikely to get a superstar back for one of them. So you go and get rid of one of them and you're almost in a rebuilding-ish phase where you keep the one guy around for a couple years and you say, we got to try and find somebody in the draft that will help us push into the next tier of teams, right? And because I mean, like, so I'm assuming if they're going to do this, obviously they're probably going to keep Jason Tatum because that's like. Yeah. Brown is not the guy. They're not keeping Brown. Right. So you go and trade Jalen Brown. Who are you going to trade Jalen Brown for that'll then go and make your team championship contenders? I don't know. I could see them then trying to go after Dame and thinking that that pair might work. And I think that'd be a step up, at least, from Brown and Tatum. See, I think they need a big man because Tatum doesn't work well without the ball. He's not somebody who you can rely on getting a whole lot of points when he doesn't have the ball in his hand. I think you need to have Tatum kind of be the ball handler-ish and get, like, a big man to go and run that. Because we've seen it not work with point guards time and time again. Kyrie, Kembo, like, we've seen that not work. I think you need to have Tatum be like, you know what? We're rolling with you with the guy with the ball, but this is the guy that we're going after. Like, I think like a Tatum-Giannis combo or Tatum-Jokic or a Tatum-Embiid, like those would work a lot better than a Tatum-point guard combo. I 1,000% agree with that. The issue is there's no big men out there that are going to be traded. 
it's impossible for you to get Embiid, to get Jokic, and to get Giannis. That's just not going to happen. So then we're left with guys who are not going to help Tatum win a championship. All right, here's one for you. Trade Jalen Brown for Zion. That way they can blame the injuries for when they fail. So in a perfect world, Zion healthy, I really don't hate that move. In a non-perfect world with we're actually living in, hate that move based on Zion so injury prone. And I loved watching Zion as a player, but dude's not even playing. Like, this is ridiculous. So bad move in that sense, but as the Boston Celtics always have an escape goat, I kind of like that play. It's not bad. <laughs> I mean, that's one more thing they can blame. Well, there you have it. I've made the perfect trade for the Boston Celtics. Now, if they want to compete, see, the issue is I don't think that they can go and do that, right? Because if you're going to go and trade for somebody, you need to tell Tatum that he's not the number one dude. Like, I don't think Tatum could be the number one dude. He can be the number two guy, but you have to get his ego and all that in check to say, yeah, you're not the number one guy, right? So... Hold on, but he's humbly the best basketball player in the world, or one of. Yeah, humbly. Um, so, like, it's a weird thing where I don't know what they can do, and it comes down to do they just kind of have to blow it up completely, right? Because it's like I don't think that you can bring in a guy. Like, the guy out there, like you said, is Damian Lillard, right? You would probably have to give up Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard, but I don't think that's going to work, right? So I think the best thing for them to do is to have him be like the wing guard type of guy and have a big man. But like you said, there's no big man on the market. So then you're kind of stuck in limbo. And are you trying to find one in the draft? Like, what are you trying to do? They really are in a limbo spot. So like, let's take a step back for a second. Jalen Brown, incredibly talented basketball player, great player. Jason Tatum, incredibly talented basketball player, great player. I'm not saying that they both are bad basketball players, but they don't work well together and they don't honestly work well trying to win a championship. You have to figure out what's going to actually win. So they're great basketball players. I don't think they're great winners. And with the Celtics being stuck in this weird limbo state, they have great basketball players on their team, but they're not winning championships. So that means they got to do something different to win the championship unless they're content just making the postseason. Well, hang on. Before you continue, Boston Celtics, their fans, they're not content for just making the playoffs. It's the Celtics. Everyone that is a Celtics fan is pissed that the Lakers are now tied with them for the most championships. No, you need to be going for championships. It has been way too long since you have been competing for championships consistently. And you need to start doing that again. The last time you won more than one championship in a decade was the 80s. The 80s. The 80s. Come on. All right, fan, calm down. Um, but they do have... I wasn't even close to being alive back then. I got to calm down. It was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> they have two talented players on their team. That equals good trade pieces. The issue is there's nothing out on the market that would actually help them be a better team. So it really comes down to, and I hope this is not what they're trying to do, but are they trying to wait another year? wait another two years and see if they can end up getting a better piece and just keep the guys around. Yeah, you better not do that. I mean, I have all types of things going on in my head right now. Like, do you wait a year to see if another superstar is unhappy? And then, like, because Luka might be unhappy. And then you you keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together for a while. And then you'd be like, hey, Mavericks, Luka's unhappy. He doesn't want to be there. How about we uh, make a little deal here? We get Luka. But, like... At that point, you're just waiting for something good to fall into your lap. And for the most part, it very rarely happens like that. So I think you just need to 
I don't know. You need to do something. Me personally, I would just try and find the guy in the draft because I don't think there's nothing you can do, in my opinion, right now where you can go and alter your team in such a way that I think you're championship contenders. So I just say you kind of hit a little bit of a rebuild phase where you're not super great and you try and find that next star in the draft. It'll be interesting to see what comes and it'll be more interesting to see what the Boston Celtics side of this is because we just laid out three different sides and we can clearly see what side they are on when they make these decisions and we'll know pretty soon. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. We'll be paying attention ourselves. Any final takes? No, don't think I have any. All right, that's it for this time. We'll catch you next time. And until then, keep it real.